When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's on your mind, Miss Pearson. You're in a world of trouble. Your sugar daddy is tapped out. You're letting that Pearson woman get in your head again, aren't you? She's playing you take away his power unless this is about something else is there something else mr mayor pearson season one episode six is over and if you're ready to hear us talk about the donor that suits yourself i'm rob sister back here with the guy who's ready for peanut butter jelly time peanut butter jelly time it's Chappelle. Now, wait, 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 yes. wait. Now, there you go. There you go. There you go. I yeah. didn't know you knew that song, Rob. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, back in the day, before we had TikTok, you just, like, mm-hmm. went to a web page, and then you watched, like, a, a little, like, graphic of a banana dancing, and they would just say the same song over and over again. And then there was no other. You couldn't swipe to the next thing. You just watched that one over and over and over again. Okay, Grandpa, let's get you back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you did. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Sure, sir. Sure, sir. Mm-hmm. Now tell us more about mm-hmm. you know VHSs and uh, other things of yesteryear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's a Blu-ray, Rob? Blue. Oh, Blu-ray. Stuff up. What about a laser disc? <laughs> yeah, I don't know her. Sorry. I never met any person here. who ever had a laser disc player, but I used to go. They used to have a re- thing called the record store, and nope. then you could go into Sorry. the record store. And then you'd see these giant things. It was like <laughs> huge. It was like yeah, a sure. gigantic thing. They're like, this is a laser disc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure, Rob. Uh-huh. Tell me more things. Mm-hmm. What else about DVDs <laughs> and things of, of the past? <laughs> All right. We're here. The donor. So uh, we're episode six of Pearson. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm starting mm-hmm. to get a little like... Uh, I have like this pit in my stomach here with Pearson. Here's really here's what? here's why. Okay, because I feel like we're like sewing all these like threads. This show is ending in four episodes, and I don't think we're gonna resolve it all by then. 
Uh, I mean, I don't think they intended on it to end in four episodes, Rob. So yeah, they probably were leaving room for a little bit more story for next season. But yeah, I I highly doubt that we're gonna get to the bottom of uh, what sounds like a couple of murders. Couple of murders. Point. Where's Yoli's mom? I mean, really, when yeah. Yoli's mom got deported by ICE in this episode. Okay. She is detained. Detained by ICE. We don't know that she is deported. We don't have enough stuff going on that we got to get ICE involved with this. Yeah, F ICE. Listen, here's the thing. We didn't, we still hadn't figured out Yoli's purpose until this episode. Because quite frankly, she's not great at her job with Jessica. Jessica's given her multiple chances. They don't get along very well. She doesn't know how to stay out of her business. And um, I was thinking, okay, Yoli can't be long for this world. But now with this ice thing, I'm thinking, okay, I guess they're trying to make it like make Yoli important to the show, but picking four episodes before the finale, I'm starting to question how that's even going to work out. You know, like even I'm assuming maybe the ice situation is the big boss. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe that Jessica's about to have to. It feels like that's unrelated. Yeah, but I feel like Jessica's going to have to take her eye off the ball, right? Like, she's focusing right now on the Pat McGann stuff, and um, we know that there's a bigger bad guy behind Pat McGann as well. But I think in the in the meantime, she's not going to be able to complete her task because Yoli in this ice situation, you know, this, this season is very much centered around family, right? So we see Jessica and her family with Angela and Lily and the kids. Um, and now we're going to see, you know, what it looks like when somebody else's family is in jeopardy. So maybe that'll be something that they have to address in the next four episodes. I don't see them figuring out everything though. You're probably when right. When we met Yoli's parents, like I have a bad feeling about this. Like Yoli came home and like the, the father is like, Yoli, I love you. You're the best daughter ever. Like every too good, too perfect. Yeah. Um, it was like, no, we'd never cared before about this woman and her family and her dad. We never met them. I thought, so I thought Yoli wasn't going to make it. I put in my notes. Oh. Like, because they were like, hey, Yoli, we're so proud of you. Isn't your mom proud of you? She's so proud of you. I'm your dad. I'm you thought so Yoli proud was going to die? Doing good. I didn't think she was going to make it through the episode. No, nope. I put in my notes. Hold on. Let me let me go find them. It says yeah. Yoli is going to die. Oh, my God. That, that would have been yeah, very bleak. I thought it was happening. I, well, this is not a bleak show. It's very you know? bleak. It's very bleak. Yeah. The, the I told you the filter is bleak, but then also storylines of bleak because I can't think of many bleaker topics than ice. You know, like that just came out of nowhere. As a Texan, ice is always kind of like in the atmosphere as people are talking about it. Forgive me. They're they're still out there. Ice. I feel like you don't ever hear about ice anymore. Oh, in Texas, they'd be talking, they'd be out here. But in Chicago, I was shocked. I don't know if they have good PR or bad PR because you don't hear about ice anymore. Yeah, they, that's like, like uh, no PR is the best PR or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's yeah. nothing. There's is, nothing. No, is Derek from dirt. the mayor's office working for ICE now? Because I feel like that they, they used to have very bad PR. So the thing is, the pro-ICE people want you to know all the cool things ICE are doing for them, right? Mm-hmm. So they talk about it. And then the anti-ICE people hear those things and they're like, that's disgusting. Well, then it's like, well, ICE still exists, but the anti-ICE people are in charge. So like, now we got to just silence ICE. (laughs) Like, they're doing stuff. We can't talk about it. People are going to get mad at us. Yeah, Yeah, so we silence all the people talking about that. Um, So that's kind of the struggle here. It's like, ICE is still a thing. I just didn't know it was a thing in Chicago. Are they deporting people to Canada? I don't know. (laughs) Unclear. In Texas, it makes sense. But in Chicago, I was like, I didn't know they were just out there. They did film the show in Los Angeles. I don't know. Maybe they got... 
Maybe they got confused. <laughs> they got and confused. then the other thing is that they they detained her before on a bus, and then they told her like she got to do like check ins to make sure she's like they had a okay, random stop then, on the bus. That happens. That happens. I know somebody it happened to, and he's currently living in Guatemala and been there since we were in college. Yeah. So yeah, that is crazy. But they did not give him a second chance to just do random check ins like they're doing. Uh, her mom, like she has that. Now like, they I guess, put people on a bus. They put him on a bus and they mm-hmm. put him out. Um, you know, they they well they put him on Con Air, Rob. It was crazy. But anyway, Con um, Air. <laughs> yes, and dropped him off in Guatemala. But listen, I could look. I could tell you some stories. But anyway, uh, as far as uh, mom here, she she got detained, and then they told her, okay, well, come check in every other week or whatever the case may be. I guess so they can make sure that she's doing something to remain in the country. And it seems like whatever she's supposed to be doing, it's almost like a probationary thing. Whatever, she must have violated it or maybe they just got tired of dealing with her. But yeah. Where's Mike theory, Ross? Get my, somebody get Mike Ross on the phone. Well, now that you mention it, is this the perfect opportunity to bring in our high powered lawyers from ZSLWW? Wait, um, maybe, but um, Jessica well, doesn't even know about this. Jessica doesn't know about it yet, but you only got to come to work tomorrow, yeah. you know? So when she comes to work, she's going to tell Jessica because Jessica, Jessica was peeping it throughout this episode. There's a couple moments where Yoli is supposed to be working, but her phone is blowing up because her dad hasn't seen mom. And, you know, we can tell something's got her attention. And so eventually, you know, Yoli goes and finds it out. But for a second, Jessica's looking at her like, well, girl, what is so mm-hmm. important that you and your phone and I'm trying to get this work done. So it'll come out soon. And if they can't get ZSLWW to come, Mike Ross wouldn't be a horrible opportunity, like a horrible person to come back and fight this kind of battle for them. Okay. This is it'd be up his alley. Oh, what about Oliver? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, listen. What about the Nathan is, from the clinic? Asked? Is he around? The clinic ain't helping unless it's Mike Ross. Like that clinic would help. What about the woman that, that went to go um, see her father? But I feel like that she went to Chicago. Did she go to Chicago? I don't remember where Rob, she went. You're making stuff up now. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Malone is right there, and I know he's not getting the call because in, in this episode again, Jessica and Jeff Malone just they just don't work for me. They just I get nothing from them. I this thought is, that this, this was the worst Jeff Malone episode through all of Jeff Malone's history on the show. The the bar is in hell. Like the bar is literally down here, and we're just we're just like just like hanging out. And so for me. It felt like every other Jeff Malone episode. Like, why was this any worse than the rest okay, of them? Okay, I'll, I'll tell you why. That Jeff Malone comes back and he's been working on his case, and it's like he's like all like jealous about Jessica. Like he came back <laughs> and caught her talking with what Nick Novak? Is that Nick his name? Demata. Nick Demata. Nick Demata. Uh, who's Nick Novak? Nicky D. Who's Nick Novak? No. <laughs> Bobby Novak is his brother. So Nick Demata and Nick Novak, Bobby Novak a are half sibling. Football no, place kicker you're... Nick Novak. <laughs> For which team? The Texans. There's no way you heard that name from the Texans and remembered it. <laughs> I, I probably had him in fantasy at some point. There's no way Nick you had Novak. Nick Novak in fantasy. Why yeah, did you draft him? he was the Chargers kicker in 2014. Okay, maybe you got him from the Chargers, but there's no way you got him from the Texans. Stop mm-hmm. it. Shenanigans. He's kicking in the XFL. Ah, that are we gonna we're gonna follow the career of Nick Novak now? <laughs> Bob. So Nick, what what's his last name? Nick Nick D'Amato. Nick D'Amato. Yeah, and and so yeah. that he saw Jessica talking to Nick D'Amato, and so mm-hmm. first he like. Gets up in in uh, he's like asking Jessica. So I saw you with that guy. What's going on? And she's like, yeah. yeah. Like uh, I was just like telling a story 
about my uh, yeah, my driver. <laughs> like I was telling him about like uh, Quentin and uh, because the mayor's wife has MS. He's like, it's a pretty personal story. You don't even you don't even talk uh, about that with me. It's like he was like because the mayor's wife has MS. He's dealing with that. I'm trying yeah. to bond. It's Nick D'Amato's sister-in-law. And sir. So, so then later, okay, so he has that. And then later on, he goes like up to Nick and is like, so, uh, just so you know, like I'm Jessica, <laughs> I'm dating Jessica and I work for the justice department. So you better not mess with me. Uh, no, like, what me, is that Jeff Malone? <laughs> no, to me, it came off like, Hey, uh, cause he says, you know, Jessica tells me everything and it's like, okay. He's like, yeah. So if you know, if you have, you know, if you ever want to tell Jessica something and you, you know, you just, you feel like you should tell me just here's, here's my car. You can just tell me what's going on in her life. Yeah. It's like, cause she basically is going to tell me anyway, you know, ha ha ha. It's like, get out of here, Jeff Malone. Shoot. Yeah. Beat it. Um, and then I guess he helped with Angela in the end, but even then, like, uh, it just felt like that he was, uh, oh, first thing that um, he was like all like annoyed with Jessica. He's like, uh, like you don't even know these people. These people are strangers. Right. They're not your family. Like, uh, not your family. Like, I'm your family. Like, I'm your family. Uh, not them. Like, so why are, are you paying you? attention to them? Just leave them right. alone. I don't Who cares? see her ring on her finger. You're not her family. How are you just going to say you her family just because y'all been dating? Y'all don't even like each other mm -hmm. like that. I don't like him. Yeah. And then he goes to Angela and he's like, Angela, you need to open your heart to Jessica because you're ruining my relationship. God, it's putting a strain on us. Mm -hmm. like, this woman's about to end up homeless. They're about to demolish <laughs> the uh, the uh, the housing project while she's living in it. They're basically going to knock down the next one and there's going to be like sulfur and crap in the air and all kinds of stuff. Her kids are going to have to deal with demolition going on outside her door. And you're like, but Jessica and I, we're having problems because you won't be friends with her. God, do it for me. Mm -hmm. It's like, what the hell is wrong with you? You're rich. You're rich. Leave me alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jeff Malone sucks. I feel vindicated. Yes. If you watch this episode and you're not anti-Jeff Malone by now, I'm sorry. Uh, th this was the, the worst all-time Jeff Malone <laughs> appearance, I think. It, he was just striking out left and right. The best mm -hmm. thing he did here in this episode was... No, there's nothing. Because even when he comes home, he's like, it's Jessica, I'm used to you cooking for me. Why haven't you yeah, made where's me my, food? What did he say? It's like, where's my home. spaghetti uh -huh. bolognese? Yeah, yeah. My beef for me. I was like, get the fuck out of here, Jeff Malone. Yeah, no, Jeff Jessica's Mal a busy woman. Jeff Malone is pretty bougie also. Like, he was like, on, like he's like cappuccino maker. Right. Now, look, to, to be fair, Jessica did used to cook for Harvey. For mm -hmm. Harvey. Not for everybody, but we we we've definitely seen Harvey show up in his apartment, and Jessica's in there like at the stove, like, "Oh, Harvey, didn't expect to see you here." Mm -hmm. Jeff Malone, she's just not that into you. Get over yourself. This is this has gone on too long. I'm sick of it. Stop the charade. Yeah, well, he was in a bad <laughs> mood because I, that Jessica was supposed to take the day off and stay in with him, and then freaking Angela came and knocked on the door. God forbid her poor relatives that are getting their house demolished need their need their rich relative mm -hmm. to do them a favor. God forbid. <laughs> like this guy sucks. He's a piece of work, man. I think he's gone in the next episode. I think he goes back to Florida. Well, he gave his card to Nick D'Amato, like, you know, I'm finna go. So, you know, mm -hmm. keep me posted. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we like, get him in like I'm the finale. He is a lawyer. And Jessica don't ever ask him to do no lawyering for her. Even when he worked for her, Jessica was like, no, Jeff, you're just, 
He's just not that guy. And let and here we are. You know, I, I, I tried to put a stop to this. I don't know why the show is trying to make this happen, but they got to let it happen. Angela even lied and said this man is very Morris Chestnut. Don't do it. Don't do that. <laughs> don't give him that kind of clout. He hasn't earned what Morris Chestnut has earned. <laughs> So let's talk about what's going on with the mayor here in this episode. And um, the mayor is, uh, you know, he's got a lot going on, uh, being pulled in lots of different directions. And so... Oh, yeah, you betcha. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I basically, like, personally and professionally, he's being pulled in some different directions. Of course, uh, we know uh, his wife back home that, uh, you know, she has uh, MS, she needs to get uh, shots, he needs to administer them. At the same time, he has the stuff going on with Carrie. That's more at the end of the episode. I guess let's talk about the, like, actual Pat McGann struggle. And Jessica seems to feel like Pat McGann is not flush with cash. He's in uh, a little bit of a bind. And... Jessica basically is telling Bobby, Pat McGann is broke. Yeah. He's like, he doesn't have the money you think he is. And that's the whole thing. Pat McGann finances Bobby's political career. And so he's stuck with him. I'm making you the mayor. Uh, I'm going to make sure we fundraise to make sure that this this community organizer, Carlos Salazar, does not take your job. So Bobby needs Pat McGann. But at the same time, if he ain't got no money, and we know he doesn't because we know he has outsourced uh, his uh, business ventures to China and uh, is dealing with a billionaire who can fund all of this. And so yeah. Jessica's just trying to lace Bobby up on what's going on. And Bobby's kind of torn. Like, I mean, it sounds feasible, but I don't know if I believe Jessica. And I don't, I'm like, Bobby, come on, man. Stop it. You yeah. know Pat McCann ain't got no money. But Pat McGann, you know... He's getting this money and he's giving it to Bobby. And that's that's one thing. But can, can I complain about something for a minute? Go ahead. By all means. So, Chappelle, I've got mm. the president of the United States emailing me constantly asking me for money. What's yeah. up with that? Hey, how about <laughs> you, the most powerful person in the world... Not ask me, guy minding his own business, for $10 every five minutes. You ain't got to tell me. You ain't got to explain this to me. I, I used to just text uh, Beto O'Rourke back. Like, <laughs> no, you you give me money, Robert. <laughs> give yeah. it to me. Well, I, like, what are you? Hey, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the leader of the free world. Rob, can I have some of your money? Why? Why? Go get some of this money from these billionaires. They got it. No, no, no. That's not how politics work. They have to go and crowdsource and ask for money and then build a whole campaign. This man was an alderman. And Pat McGann broke ass, put him in office. That means you don't need me. You don't need me. Mm-hmm. If the alderman can get in the, in the mayor's office with just Pat McGann, I can't help you. I can't help you to run for president. Mm-hmm. And Pat McGann really can't help Bobby Novak at all in this situation. This is ridiculous. Yeah. This is ridiculous. The fact that Jessica's like, could you go ask the man with all the money if he actually has money? Yeah. And Bobby goes, do you have money? He's like, yeah, of course I do. No, he doesn't. Stop it. Stop playing. This is the best idea we have. The president is going to email me for money. Like the Girl Scouts. They're out there. They're making cookies. They're selling. They're going door to door. 
Rob, we've talked about this. That <laughs> is a scam too. Those girls do not make those cookies. Those are, they're not they don't they're not Keebler elves. Those cookies. But you at can least buy the Girl Scouts aren't of, just emailing you. Hey, give us some money. They're worse. They're going inside of the grocery store to buy the cookies to bring them out. <laughs> I'll charge you. You can buy those cookies year hey, round. Hey, that's they like DoorDash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's at least a service. Like, we're still is it? Yeah, you're know. already at the grocery store. What are they doing for you? <laughs> like a personal shoppers. Listen, we did not come here to tear apart the uh, the Girl Scout uh, money laundering. I think it might. Yeah, be. but what hey, is let's. It? Uh, but, but let's like, I, hey, like, uh, you know, let's get in the room. Like, talk about like, hey, Rob, donate, donate to our campaign, and then you can speed. All right, now we got something. Now, yeah, no, no, the, hold on. Now, you, yeah, you onto something. If I'm giving some money. Just like if, let's say I give like forty five dollars upfront. If I get a parking ticket for for twenty dollars, boom, that's a de- debit that out of my out of my account because right. I already paid. I, I donated that to you. You won. So at that point, you should prorate that. You know what I'm saying? Any any donation that I've made should go toward my future crimes or you know whatever these are. Something. You know, I'm not saying I'm coming to. I shouldn't at least have to. I don't. I should at least have to pay for my like registration or my license again. Mm-hmm. Like using. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I feel like we contribute, but we don't get contributed to a lot of times. You know, we're giving, but who's going to, when is it time for us to receive, Rob? I don't know. But anyway, so Pearson's not even exploring any of those issues that they're <laughs> no. too busy with who's going to fund uh, Bobby McGann. Bobby Novak. Pat what McGann. A, uh, whatever, pro- whatever. He's lucky I don't call him Bobby Goodsby. Bobby Goodsby. <laughs> uh, the man's name, so the guy with all the money is Albert Chan. He's a 30-year-old billionaire who has basically told Pat McGann, you know, I know you made a deal with Jessica to give her 90 days until you tear down these apartments. That's over with. We're tearing them down in the next couple weeks, so get over it. And so well, now We've only got four episodes left, so we gotta move. Tear we down do. these we apartments. We gotta move this story along. We've only seen Albert Chan one time. And I mean, so this 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 forces Jessica to expedite a bunch of stuff, right? So now her aunt and cousin have moved out. They live with her. But now also she's telling Bobby, like, hey, hey, bro, if Pat McCann can't keep can't keep the housing project up, what is he gonna do for you? We gotta find some new money. And that's why the episode is called The Donor. Because the they donor. gotta go find somebody to give some money to basically. If they can give enough money to Bobby, then he doesn't have to uh, be under the thumb of Pat McGann. He will be able to buy his own freedom. Right. Okay. So enter uh, Thomas Louder, the donor. Correct. I have that right. Uh, yeah. So there's Tommy, and then there's Mr. Steiner. So Mr. Steiner is originally like he's somebody who they went to about uh, being a donor, and he shuts it down. He says, "Hey." Your boy Bobby been in bed with Pat McGann, and that's a nasty man, and I refuse to help you with that one, right? So she's like, okay, can't use him. So when they go to Tom Louder, they're like, Tom, you hate Pat McGann just as much as I do. Why don't you be the face of us taking him down? Because that guy sucks. And apparently Tom Louder was friends with Tommy Deal, who we know is dead, and it's probably Mm -hmm. Pat McGann's fault. So although Bobby doesn't think it's Pat McGann's fault, he's fine letting Tom think that it is so that he can say, okay, well, you know. I think Bobby does think it was Pat McGann's fault. He might, he might, but he's leading Jessica to believe that he thinks he's innocent. So, yes. I, but I'm with you. Yeah. I think, or or maybe Bobby. Pat just, McGann I is mean, like when he comes to his office, he's like, 
oh, so we're just not even going to talk about the Tommy deal thing anymore? And he's like, you shut up. You get you, out of my face. Yeah. He's like, you could, you, that you, you want to go public with that. You'll bring, you'll sell mutually assured destruction. You'll tell everybody right. you'll be snitching on yourself too. But then Jamel right. at the end of the episode, when Bobby That's goes like, home, he's like, oh, Pat McGann dropped this off for you. This mixtape. Did he get dictaphone? Did he? Did Bobby? Did Bobby Novak get the uh, the ultimate the Lewis suit? Lit special? The Lewis yeah. Lit special? Did he just get the the ultimate suits trope? So here's why I think he didn't. Because in the year of our Lord, 2017 <laughs> through 2024, there should not be a cassette tape of anything existing. And then the what's on the tape? Him, Is it old tape? It's got to be an old tape. I think it has information. Is it the about... tape from Lewis's dictaphone? No, because again, why does Lewis have a tape? <laughs> I get it. I, first of all, the dictaphone. That fine, fine. When the show dropped in two thousand eight, I'm sure it was topical. But the, <laughs> now Pearson is in real time. Like this is a 2019 show. Uh, there's no reason why there should well, be a Bobby should be like, tape. oh, good. The incriminating evidence against me, luckily is only on this tiny cassette tape that nobody can play in the year 2019. I'm safe. Stop. Yeah, now look, there's probably copies, but he's right. There's nothing to play this thing on. You could not... If I told, if I handed you that tape right now, you, yeah. person who is who has a background in media, who has been doing this for the most of your adult life, could yeah. not play that if tape. If you gave me like, oh, you got to listen to this eight track. Like, I... I what a, sorry. That's it. It's a wrap. Here, the, the, the files are right, right here. here on this Atari cartridge, Chappelle. Right, make it happen. Yeah, no, this is this is exactly what we we're talking about. With the it's right the here on this jet. floppy disk. Mm -hmm. And you are screwed because where are you going to find something to play that? But yeah, so I think this is data about either something uh, Daddy Novak has done, or uh, or his data about the data. Dada Novak. Yeah. Yes. His his dad's name was like Peter or something like that. But yeah, if uh if big big Novak, I think he did a lot of dirt when he was uh in the mayor's office. And this might be some of the evidence about that. Because I think the Tommy Deal thing would be incriminating to both Pat McGann and Bobby. But I think if he has that adjusted on his dad, then um he's able to uh use that and he won't be having like that mutually assured destruction that he was talking about. Yeah. Okay. Should we talk about Carrie and Bobby? I mean, long story short, this man is down bad for his side chick. Oh, I think I say Carrie is down bad. She, I mean, she's a side chick, so she's obviously down bad. But this man is down bad. See, here's the thing. Nobody is more loyal to anybody in the world than a married man and the side chick. He will cheat on his wife. He will never, ever cheat on his side chick. And he cannot, he cannot handle if the wife cheat, if the side chick cheats on him. The side chick has to be as loyal to him as if his wife would be. Because this woman goes out and she has a date with one fellow. They had sex twice. Twice. She dumped said fellow. Bobby Novak was about to risk it all on the elevator. He was like, hold on now. Hold on now. Now you see here. Now, wait a minute. You mean to tell me you've been kissing somebody else? Where's the loyalty? Mm -hmm. like, Sir, your sick wife is just coming home to you. They're like, can you help me administer my meds? And you're like, yeah. But you yelling at me because I'm not loyal? Also, Bobby, damn near every working elevator in the country has a camera on it. You're the mayor. <laughs> if you don't get your loom, your leering ass off of your your uh, your city attorney 
in broad effing daylight. Like, you stopped the elevator. Yeah, that's a good this point. Man, he does not want to work in, in city government anymore. And he doesn't want to be married anymore. He needs to let this go. Because mm-hmm. if he did, he wouldn't be moving this sloppy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing sometimes where, you know, like, uh, he's self-sabotaging. Yeah, because he wants out. It's like, he's not cheating on his wife. He's already left this relationship. She just doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens sometimes. Sometimes you, you you think somebody's cheating, but, you know, they left you high and dry. You're in the hospital bed and they're going off to be with their side chick. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah, that he does happen. Yeah, he's inviting his side chick on a vacation to L.A. He's like, hey, um, you know, I got to go out there for a little conference or whatever. Why don't you? Uh, yeah. Buy you some nice and pull up. She's like, he's go- Bobby, he's please, he's about to go on his mayor tour. Right. And she's like, Bobby, please. It would be so weird if I pulled up. Why would I? What people? What will people say? He's like, maybe I don't care what they say. Mm-hmm. Just come on. Who, I don't care what they say. It's not about them. It's about us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you, you, you the city attorney. It's not going to be weird. We'll find you something to do. You can do me. You know, like, it's, it's nasty, Bobby. It's that's Bobby is out here selling dreams, whispering sweet nothings, and playing in this woman's face. Carrie, for the love of God, stand up. What were they playing on the iPad? It looked like it was like Wordle, but that wasn't invented yet. Was it not invented yet? I don't think so. Maybe they're playing uh, Words with Friends. Words with that's been out for a while. <laughs> yeah. Or we remember Fun Run. Remember that, Grandpa? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what was like Farmville? Maybe. No, oh, that listen, Rob. Let me tell you, I ha- I've had some journeys with Farmville when I was in college. Listen, I used to plan my schedule around my patty pan squash. 16 hours? <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right, Chappelle, who gets the gritty award for this episode? Jessica, <laughs> Jessica gets the gritty. You know, well, Jessica was, was good with her nep- with her cousin's uh, kid. Uh, cute kid. Uh, I liked when she said to the kid, uh, "You want coffee, ice cream?" Yeah, and the kid was like, "What?" And she's like, "Oh, do you want chocolate?" The kid's like, "Yeah." Cookies and cream. Oh! 
Yeah, she like yeah, she knows what she knows what the kids want. Now, I like Jessica in this episode. There's a moment where um where she's talking to Yoli and Yoli's like, "You got family on the south side?" She's like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh, girl, I thought you I thought you were and Jessica like, "What? Rich as shit?" And she's like, "Yeah, girl, rich as shit. I thought you had money." She's like, "I do, but you know, damn, they don't want to take it from me." Mm-hmm. But by the end of the episode, her family does move in with her. And that and that's a good thing because Jessica is loaded. Like she can literally Oh, it's buy official they moved in. Jeff Malone just gave them a key to the house and she walked in there and they were comfortable, I will say. So I don't know if they're, they're, if they're not moved in, they're moving in currently. Yeah, they're I mean, they're if transitioning I'm, into their home. Like, what's the ownership situation on this condo? Is this like, because I kind of got the sense like this was Jeff Malone's place and then Jessica was just staying there. No, Jeff, Mal- Jeff Malone does not. He, Jeff Malone is a kept man. Jessica has so been So Jessica owns man. the condo in Chicago. Yes. Yes, easily. Well, what See, was Jeff no Malone doing? There. He said he had his own place and he sold it when Jessica came. No, he was probably living in an apartment or something like that. Uh, Jeff Malone is not—he's not Jessica levels of rich. Mm-hmm. I guess so. He's not. She's listen. She's a baddie. She's a boss. Like that man is just there. He's just there. Okay. He's just kin. <laughs> All right. So congratulations to just to update the uh, count <laughs> for the gritty here this season. So Jessica, yeah, show me the numbers. Jessica has six. Uh, Mayor Novak has zero. Yoli has zero. Derek has zero. Pat McGann has zero. Um, uh, Nick has zero. Angela has zero. And uh, I think that's it. Yeah, Patty, uh, if you're still listening to this podcast, please up- up to update the spreadsheet. It's been a while since we said that mm-hmm. to you, but we, 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 I mean, there's still things to do here. I'll suit yourself. Rob, did you catch when Pat McCann called uh, Derek Obama? Yes, yeah, so that's kind of yeah, that, that's, Barack. That was like, that was, that was not good, right? That's literally what Bobby said. He said, well, that wasn't good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, that's yeah. not, he said, yeah, Pat, that's not okay. Um, <laughs> I thought I thought it was kind of funny, actually. <laughs> Said, Peter Barack, get out of here, dude. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the uh, Derek and Yoli love meter at? What? I don't. A scale of one to ten. Two. Two. They they they, they smooch in by they, the end of the season. Now you have to pull a lot of weight in the next four episodes, which we've seen that before. We've mm-hmm. seen that done before. I'm not going to put it past them. Yeah, sure. We're going to get a kiss by the end of the season. Kiss for, by the end of the season? Okay. That's all. Just a pick. All right. What, what about Carrie and uh, the mayor? Yeah, this is the madly, truly in love. The one true pair of the show. This is it. This is the one we should be rooting for. No, there's no way. Carrie, stand up. Please get out of this. You're making... You're 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 probably the reason why this show got yeah. canceled. It's your fault. Are we getting a flashback episode that features the murder of Tommy Deal? Got to, right? We have to finally see this thing cut, go down the way it is. Mm-hmm. But a flashback episode with, with four episodes left in the season <laughs> is ambitious. I think that we'll probably have not a full flashback episode, but an episode where we are flashing back. A little mixy matchy one. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the old days. Okay. Like the old okay. days. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Um, not a ton of references here. Were there any? I don't think so. Topic reference show. <laughs> uh, let's Not see what's, show. what's going on in the Facebook group. Uh, that uh, we have uh, people do, do not seem to like Stephen Amell on Suits LA. 
Yeah, I saw an article that was posted in the Facebook group um, by uh, Dino Harris. Says mm-hmm. suits uh, suitors apathy. How suits LA already fails its spinoff with calamitous casting, and the people in the Facebook group seemingly agree. Um, John Brown said, "I really like suits, but it got unwatchable after a few seasons." John Brown, do you know what we're doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kate Yo Minata says, uh, "I hope they cut losses now and get rid of Stephen Amell. He's such a ho- horrible actor, stiff, shallow, and stale." So. It's not looking great for what would be the prospects of uh, suit yourself in the future because we're gonna we're gonna cover suits L A. Got but, to, yeah. But at the same time, we wanted to. They be could good. recast so, him if he's if he's bad. I don't ever have a huge problem with him, but I will say, boring and stiff. That probably that about sums it up. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I've always said he could play a really good Batman. Not because you know Batman is not really a personality these days. He's more like just kind of dark and brooding. That's kind of his thing. They're always and looking for a new one, right? That's, rotate him in. But if he has to be like kind of like a Harvey or a Mike Ross type mm-hmm. in Suits LA, I don't know if it'll be believable. Okay, all right. Then, um, Jen in the Facebook group says Robin Chappelle keeps saying Bobby's dad was the mayor. Is that right? I was totally under the impression he was powerful but more of a union leader or Pat McGann kind of way. I couldn't find anything on the wiki other than everything mentions his working class roots. Um, And then Jen says, I binged the series a month ago because it wasn't standing up to week by week viewings. uh, So I could totally be misremembering. Also, the most direct statement about his dad occurred uh, further in the series than the podcast has reached. Uh, I mean, unless you're talking about this episode. In this episode, they definitely mentioned his dad's name and I can't even remember what his dad's. Uh, real name was anymore. Pete, so, um, Pete Novak. Yeah, Pete. Was it Pete Novak? Yes. Okay. Well, okay. Well, now we're getting somewhere. So let me do a quick search uh, and see if I can find Pete Novak Pearson. Yeah. In this episode, they talked about like, oh, those were the days that the one time that uh, somebody came and complained, Pete Novak fired them instantly. Mm-hmm. That was loyalty. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Pete. Pete Novak. Um, no, I'm not finding anything either. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I yeah. made it up. Maybe he was just a very affluent man. Okay. Who knows? Um, and then also, Chappelle, uh, we got a, a note from Crystal to say, hey, are you going to be covering the movie Thanksgiving mm-hmm. on Netflix? Because it has Rick Hoffman. Okay. So... For the people who are listening to Suit Yourself who don't know this, Rob and I do have a podcast dedicated to Netflix shows and movies. It's called Nothing But Netflix. And Rob and I have been doing it for several years at this point. And we like to talk about what are the top trending shows and movies on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Most recently, we talked about the movie Players, which was number one or two. I wish we would have talked about this instead of Players. I don't even know if this was out yet mm-hmm. instead of Players. I think it's like they dropped right as we were like recording. Like it was like the day we were supposed to record this, we were uh, record Players. That dropped, so it's like it just it didn't. The timing wasn't right. However, Rob, this week I know uh, that uh, you and I were going to be like uh, diverging some paths right here because I know you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was planning on talking about the last Airbender on nothing but Netflix, and uh, you were going to take uh, sit this one out. But what if we talked about Thanksgiving? Hmm. Um. I don't think that Rick Hoffman is like the lead in this. I still I say we stick to the plan. Okay, stick to the plan. Ha ha ha. Maybe I'll watch 
uh, Thanksgiving and just report back of any cool Lewis things yeah. happening. Let, How about that? Well, let's let the associates check out Thanksgiving and let us know. Because it looks like the Rick Hoffman is like the seventh lead here. Yeah, and I heard this movie was cracked. Cracked? Um, oh. Yeah, it was wild. Uh, the cast, Patrick Dempsey, uh, Addison Ray. Yeah, I mean, this is like yeah. up your alley. This is uh, like Grey's Anatomy... Rick Hoffman. There are two people on here. They used to call him Mick Dreamy. They did. They did. He does. Again, he hasn't been called that in a while. Gina Gershon is on here. That's fun. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, I'll check it out. Maybe the associates check it out. Let us know. But Rob, I think it's going to be crazy. And so it might be worth talking about maybe in a week or so. Okay. All right. There you go. Chappelle, that's going to do it for Pearson. We'll come back next week. Only four episodes left. Yeah, four episodes left, and we don't know where we're going, but we know it's about to end, and there's not going to be a lot to speculate about because it's going to literally be the end of this story. <laughs> so after this, yeah. I guess we got to either find out what we're going to do with this podcast feed until Suits LA, or we just, um, you know, we just wait. Mm-hmm. Let's see. All right. Chappelle, what's coming up for you? Uh, recapkickback.com is where you can find me doing all of my best work as outside of RHAP, obviously. So if you go to recapkickback.com, you can see me dropping podcasts. I just dropped our first podcast appearance ever. So if you've listened to this and you did not know where Rob and I started, mm-hmm. our first one-on-one podcast about the Enneagram was dropped on the first YouTube of page. Many. First of many. If you go to recapkickback.com, it should be on that page. But if not, go to the YouTube page, youtube.com slash at recapkickback, and then type, uh, click on the uh, podcast with Chappelle breaking down the Enneagram with Rob Nino, and check it out. See how far Rob and I have come uh, up until this point. It's a great time. Okay. It's like a flashback episode. It really is. It really is. That's why it made sense. It just, it just, it just works. And it's a great podcast too. And it's really where me and Rob really start to get to know each other. It's the, it's the humble beginnings and that led to a hundred plus episodes of suits, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. There you go, everybody. We've got so much going on over on the mothership these days with Survivor and the Traders. So hope you check us out over there. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.